come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Fasten your I'm ready for my close-up. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're back here with me this week. Okay, so we are about to Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to this episode on your way to Thanksgiving. That would be so cool. I'd love to be part of the fam. I'd like to be along for the ride. So hopefully that's what we're doing. So a couple of things on the idea of holidays and the idea of family and the idea that we all know things can get a little crazy. Okay, please make sure you're taking care of yourself. And that means if you're tired that you decide to pull the ripcord and leave when you need to, you know, I get it that people want when you are around your family, around people from when you're younger, they want you to go back to that old way of being when you were a child. Uh, hard pass on that one. No, thanks. I'm an adult now. I've got boundaries. I know my needs and wants, and I have a voice that can be used to vocalize that, right? People don't always know what's going on with you. If you if you need help, you need to ask them. If you're you know dealing with some challenges, thank them for their patience. Thank them for their understanding. Don't apologize for the situation you're in or how you're feeling. Just let people know what you need. And if they can't understand it, that's about them, not about you. It's your job to take care of you. So put yourself first this holiday season. Give yourself grace. And if you have a tough conversation that could be ahead of you, One thing I suggest trying is practicing for it, right? What are some different ways you can handle it? What would be some potential ways you could respond? You know, saying to someone, I really don't like it when you speak to me like that. It doesn't make me feel very good. Please don't do that again, is a very calm way to handle what could be a challenging conversation. But again, making sure that you have those boundaries in place, that you've practiced them, that you know you deserve them. People that don't like boundaries are the ones, that's why we have boundaries, are for those people. So you don't need to feel bad when they say, well, I don't like when you tell me that, you know, not to speak to you like that. Okay, understood. We're at an impasse. Seems like we need a little bit of space right now, right? So you don't need to feel bad for who you are and how you feel and showing up as that confident version of you and using your voice. You should feel like a total boss leader because you are. Okay, so for the holidays, I always go, I'm, I'm from New England. I always go back home for Thanksgiving. Ever since I got divorced and my son was one, he and I have been traveling back there every year. And it's so fun because it's where I grew up. It's all my homies. We have a crew of, gosh, I don't know, 20 of us that run together that have been such great friends for 30 plus years. And it's so fun now to see everyone's kids growing up and our kids are such great friends. And I'm so blessed and grateful. But again, it's work, right? I I was just up there for a wedding. One of my dearest friends just got married in October and I'm heading right back again in November. And then it's complete chaos when we're there because trying to fit in and times to accommodate everyone's schedule. I mean, you know, it's the same way whether you're going to be with family or friends or both that you want to make time to make everyone feel important and everyone and have, you know, see everybody. It doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes people's feelings get hurt. Sometimes there's fallout. But in the end, you know, we do the best that we can and we're giving ourselves some grace and I'm super excited for it. Okay. So then this was so funny. One of my dearest friends, Kelly, who I had on the show, I had her on the show 
I believe just a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, go back and listen to it. It was so funny. But she dropped a lot of wisdom around her incredible marriage and and why they're so successful in their marriage. It was really special. So we are spending Thanksgiving with Kelly and her husband and their kids, and we always stayed with them for the past few years at her home. And it's just my son and I going to stay with them, which is what we do every year. Well, I was on the phone with her last night, and she says, surprise. And I said, what's the surprise? You got to love your friends like this. And I said, well, what's the surprise? And she said, well, we're going on an adventure. And it, it was funny. When I heard adventure, that meant one thing to me. I know that I mentioned to you, if you've been with me for a while, you know this. If you don't, you might want to go back and listen to a few episodes ago. However, I had lived in South Beach for 17 years, and that's before I even had my son, right? My life is so different now. And South Beach has just become, the traffic is so awful, it's so intense, and it's so far from my son's school that we were literally spending more than, more than, way more than an hour a day in our car and just wasting time. And it was really causing me a lot of stress. So I had been working so hard on trying to find a way to move. Anyhow, we ended up selling my condo and moving and, you know, living in a completely new place that I had never thought of living in. I'm renting it for the first time since I was in college, I think. And it's just, it's so crazy. And so I called it an adventure, right? Because I was moving somewhere where I didn't know anybody. My son didn't really know anybody. We didn't know how it was going to pan out. We're renting. We don't know how long we'll live here. You know, all these kind of up in the air things versus, you know, living in the same place for 17 years and owning and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, I remember, I'm going to tee this up as an adventure. This is going to be so exciting because I don't know what's to come and I'm going to approach it that way. So when Kelly said to me, get ready for an adventure, I thought, oh gosh, what could this be? But I reframed it in my mind. You know what? It's going to be something exciting because I love where I live right now. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful every day. I'm I thank God every day, you know, that we moved and we have so much less time on the highway and so much less stress and it's just a fresh start. So really the adventure has gone really well. So I encourage you to take an adventure. Sometimes it's really easy to get in a rut and just a routine. And I learned so much moving out of that condo after 17 years. Number one, clear the clutter. Get it out of your house now, today. Don't wait to move. Don't wait for next year. Do it now when you create space. And it's just, it's such an incredible feeling and so rewarding. And then also, you got to mix it up once in a while. Just staying with what you've always done because that's where you've always lived or what you've always thought you liked doesn't mean that's all that's out there for you, right? Sometimes we have to take the adventure, see what else is out there to find out there's so much more that we never even knew about. So I'm on the adventure now and loving it. Okay, so back to Kelly. She says, we're going on an adventure. And I said, well, what does that adventure look like? And she said, we are not having Thanksgiving here. And it was funny because I remember thinking in that moment, no, we always have Thanksgiving there. My son loves it there. I love it there. Right. That's what I'm comfortable with. My initial reaction was to go right back to what I'm comfortable with. And I had to pump the brakes and say, wait a minute, Heather, remember, 
The adventure totally paid off so far with moving. It's incredible. I'm so much happier. I'm so excited every day. And the unknown has been so good to us. Why can't I approach this the same way? So I said, all right, well, what is this adventure going to entail? And she shared with me whose house we were going to be spending Thanksgiving at. My son has never met them. I know them, but I haven't seen them in so many years, right? So it's going to be a wild ride. I don't really know what we're walking into, but I'm super excited. I love a good adventure. I love stepping into the unknown. And anytime I get to step into something that is new and unknown to me, it's turning into such a blessing and so exciting. And I hope you can approach something like that before the end of the year. Step into some unknown, step into an adventure, create one, because I can promise you, you won't regret it. And I'm excited to take this one on too. I will be sure to let you know what amazing things come out of this adventure on our way back to New England for Thanksgiving. When starting out a new business, it's a complete pain to get through the LLC part. Taylor Brands makes it 90% easier. It's easy and affordable to get your LLC with Taylor Brands. Taylor Brands offers all the legal requirements for LLCs, such as registered agent, annual compliance, EIN, operating agreement, business license and permits, and much more. Taylor Brands walks you through each step of building a successful business and has everything you need all in one place. Bookkeeping, invoicing, business licenses and permits, business documents, bank accounts, and so much more. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using this link, taylorbrands.com slash confidence. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash confidence. So get started today with Taylor Brands. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. I want you to know that finding ways to be more efficient, cut costs, and get rid of errors and mistakes can completely transform your business, boost your performance at the same time. This is why you need NetSuite now. Now, through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Monahan. netsuite.com slash Monahan. NetSuite.com slash Monahan. Today, I wanted to speak to you about nine steps that you can implement in your life right now to give you more confidence. And as you walk into holiday parties or Thanksgiving, you know, whatever gatherings you're going to, and you might feel guilt and not want to stand up for yourself, 
These steps, I promise you, will empower you to be your most confident self and be able to ask for what you want, create the boundaries, and show up as that best version of you. So I'm hoping that they're helpful. They have helped me immensely. And these are not the only confidence steps that there are, by the way. There's so many. I have so many now. It's crazy. But these are just a mix of what hit me today that I wanted to share with you, things that I've been thinking about, or things I've heard back when I've been giving my speaking engagements lately. I get a lot of messaging and people come up to me after. And the things that they're bringing up to me, I want to share some of that stuff back with you because it's working for others. There's a good chance it's going to work for you too. Okay, so number one, visualization. Now, I talk about this at every one of my speaking engagements. It's so incredibly powerful. So visualization is something that professional athletes, Olympic athletes, so many people use because it's proven neuroscience shows us it works. So for me, I use visualization in a couple of big situations in my life that I'll share with you. They worked incredibly well, propelled me through really challenging moments into ultimate wins. And it's because I put the work in, I prepped and visualized. So even if you don't have a lot of time, you have, you know, a couple of minutes right now or, you know, a couple of days before whatever big event it is, take the time, take a few minutes a day, close your eyes and visualize in your mind's eye going there and the outcome turning out exactly the way that you want it to be. So the first one was I got the opportunity to interview Sarah Blakely live on stage in 2019. I was so nervous because she's a billionaire and the most successful entrepreneur in the world and she has the whitest teeth, right? I could think of all the reasons why she was qualified to be there, but was I, right? I started having self-doubt. So I decided to go down the rabbit hole. I immersed myself in all of her content so I could understand who she was, what motivated her, and what it would be like being with her. And then the next thing I did was I would close my eyes and visualize me interviewing her live on stage and the crowd going wild and giving us a standing ovation. And I would do that every single night for a month prior to going to Boston to interview her for the sales and marketing conference. So I did that every day and I got to Boston And when I tell you, it was one thing after another that went wrong. Everything you can imagine went wrong. It was crazy. They had said, keep her on clock. Don't let her go off script. Don't let that. Everything that they told me not to let happen happened out of no control or problem of any. It just, it happened, right? It just came off the rails. However, in the end that day, we had this incredible standing ovation. Everyone went crazy. It went so well. I was so proud And I truly attribute so much of that success to visualization. So here's the thing. Nothing bad will come out of you sitting for a few minutes a day and visualizing what outcome you want to happen for a big event or a small event or anything important to you. Take a couple of minutes, close your eyes, and in your mind's eye, see yourself going there and the outcome happening just as you'd like. Okay, another big time in my career that I used this was when I gave my TEDx talk. I was really nervous because a TEDx talk is very different than a regular talk, right? You, There's all controls in place. Everything has to be approved. You can't leave the red circle. You have a timer going. It's not like giving a keynote for an hour where you can you know, take it wherever you want to go. It's not, there isn't freedom in it. It's very, very controlled. And I don't like what I'm being controlled, right? So for me, I went to the venue ahead of time because I knew if I could visualize myself on the stage beforehand, it would help 
me put myself there that actual day of and build confidence in me. And I did that. And every night I would watch TEDx talks for months leading up to my talk. I would watch the biggest and the best. And I would envision myself standing on that stage and being incredibly confident and the crowd going wild, right? All the things I wanted to have happen. And yet again, that day too, everything and anything that could go wrong did. It was crazy. What a disaster. And I forgot in the warm-up that morning, they asked me to jump on stage and give my speech. I couldn't remember the words to my speech. I wasn't ready. You know, someone was really nasty to me that day, and I started tearing up. It was not going well, to put it mildly, but in the end, I had done the visualization. I had put myself there. I had gone to the venue a number of times. Like I did the work. And I'm proud to say that TEDx Talk got promoted to TED and translated into six languages. And if you haven't seen it, it's 10 minutes. It's my baby. I love it. I'm so proud of it now. And I truly attribute visualization to how I pulled that day off because there were moments it was totally coming off the track that train was not going to make it. Okay. So visualization, super powerful tool. Use it. It works. I promise you. Okay. Next, this is a new one for me. It's called seeding, which is sort of like the follow-up to visualizing something. It's about the feeling. Like, so think of it like planting seeds, you know, when we're seeding something, it's that next level, like really digging in to making something come to fruition. So with seeding, we want to feel the way we're going to feel when we've accomplished the standing ovation with Sarah Blakely. Like, what does that look like and feel like? Not only to see it in our mind's eye, but to feel it. This was a little bit harder for me, I will tell you. And this is something new. I've really only been doing this, you know, for probably the last year, year and a half. It was harder for me because I hadn't done it, right? So when you haven't practiced something, it's going to be more challenging. Over time, you'll get better at it. It feels weird at first because you're like, I'm supposed to, I'm sitting in my kitchen right now having a crappy day and I'm supposed to be getting super excited as if I have thousands of people giving me a standing ovation. What? How do I do that? Well, it helps to visualize, again, leverage on your visualization. And for me, I did the visualization work first, so that became easier. I I read a lot about the neuroscience behind it, so I knew it was a proven technique that would work. I I believed in it. I knew it was a truth. Now I started working on, okay, how can I feel that way? You know, if I put certain music on, it can help me feel that way. If I go for a run, it can help me feel that way. Like there, There are other things I can do. Some people meditate to feel a certain way, but there's different levers you can pull to help yourself get into a state where you're feeling something. Dr. Joe Dispenza does a lot of work around this, and he talks about the thought that you have, the initial thought, like, I want to have the standing O, right? I want to, I'm going to interview Sarah Blakely live on stage and get a standing ovation. That thought you put out to the universe is sending a thought out, which is, you know, saying, this is what I want to have happen, To actually manifest it and make it happen, he says the second step is you have to have the feeling within you. That's what pulls it back to you. So you send it out to the universe with the thought visualization that you have, the claim, the statement that you make, and then you pull and manifest it back to you to actually happen when you feel that same way that you actually would feel when it happened. So you have to have the feeling before you actually did it. And that's reverse of what we're most of us are used to doing. However, if you can master these techniques, holy cow, some big things are about to happen in your life. And again, it hasn't been easy, this seeding or feeling like things have happened. However, the more I do it, 
the better I'm getting at it. I still don't have it on lock, by the way. And I'm constantly immersing myself in podcasts, in books, in TED Talks around this topic because everybody's got a different frequency. Someone's messaging might land a little bit differently with me than others. And in any moment, it could just click, right? So I'm just asking you, give this a shot. Maybe it's a difficult conversation you want to have with your mother. Think about how loving and excited you're going to feel after you do it when it goes well, right? Put that feeling vibe out there before you actually do it. And that's actually going to pull this opportunity towards you. I know it sounds bizarre. I promise you it works. When you employ these things, visualization, the seeding, this feeling of how you're going to feel when it actually happens, you're training and teaching your body that this is what is about to occur. So you're flipping the script on the way we've always done it, and it's going to work for you. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized I can do this. I can go to work for myself. Thanks to Shopify. What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash monahan all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, cbdistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep, more calm, and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order. Visit cbdistillery.com. Dot com and enter VIP. 
That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Okay, number three, affirmations are incredible. I've used affirmations throughout my business career, right? So I remember back when I was in corporate and I was getting a really hard time from that woman that ended up firing me. I used to go home at night and I would say, I am creative. I am competent. I am smart. I am talented. I am worthy, right? All these things that I wasn't feeling during the day when I would get home and I felt safe and, you know, and things were easier on me, that's where I'd lean into my affirmations to build myself back up. Do this on the regular, right? You have thousands and thousands of thoughts in your mind today. Why not take control of giving yourself the best and most positive encouragement and messaging? And there's something so powerful about the I am statement, right? So I am whatever it is that you want to be. And do this with frequency, right? You you don't want to just do it once. I mean, I do this stuff multiple times a day. I do it all the time whenever I get a break. And for me this year, I started doing different affirmations. I realized one of my New Year's resolutions coming into this year was that I white knuckle everything. I force everything and, you know, everything's tough. And I wanted to change to be a softer version of myself that allows for things, is willing to receive blessings and a more feminine version of myself. Some people are going to say, what do you mean? I always see you dressed up, whatever. It's not about looking feminine. It's about behaving or receiving in a feminine way, which was a new way for me to think. And so I had to do some new affirmations, right? It wasn't so much about I'm my most confident, I'm my most this or that. Now it was about I'm my most feminine. I am receiving. I am worthy. I am loved. I am love, right? These were very different affirmations for me. So you know what the right affirmations are for you. Use those. You don't need to use the ones I'm using. I want you to use the ones that work for you, that make sense to you. Write them down. Keep that card or paper in your wallet, on your computer. Have reminders pop up on your phone, but see them and feel the way you're going to feel when it's actually going to be occurring and happening in your life. I saw big, big changes for me this summer as I did this. And the more I did it, the more changes I saw. Don't get discouraged if you don't see anything the first couple of weeks. Who knows how fast this stuff works for everybody? Everyone's different, right? And some people are going to need more practice than others. Some people aren't really getting the feelings, you know, side down and you need to work on that a little longer. But just don't give up. I promise you this stuff works. Just trust me on this. I promise you. Okay. Intuition. This is a big one. You know, for years, I hadn't listened to my intuition. I hadn't listened to my inner voice. And I used to, this is so crappy, I would ask others all the time, what do you think I should do about this? Do you think I should date this guy? Do you think I should stay in this job? Do you think I should? I was giving all my power away and looking outside of me for all of my answers when the reality was the truth and the right answers for me, they were residing within me, not outside of me just like yours. Your answers reside within you, not outside of you. You are the one person that has all the answers for you. Now, you might, like me, have to dial up that intuition, dial up that inner voice. The most helpful way I was able to do that is through meditation, for sure. And for me, meditation can come via running, spinning, like working out in different ways, or, you know, traditional meditation, sitting down with an app or something, whatever works for you. But the other way was journaling, when I was alone and with my thoughts, 
the more I would write them down and reflect upon them, the more honest I'd get with myself, the louder my intuition would become. Then the key is when your intuition starts showing up and speaking to you, act on it. That is how you will amplify it like crazy. So listen to your intuition. If you have a weird feeling about something, pay attention to it. Check in with it and say, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or maybe I need to hesitate walking into this situation right now. Something's not right. Listen to yourself. Notice it. Become self-aware and start acting on your voice, your intuition, not what everybody else is telling you to do. That is a big one. Okay, these are all big, actually. Number five, beliefs. This is uh, another huge one for me. I had always called myself not smart because I had a sister that was smart, right? Like I had allowed these labels and beliefs to stick around from when I was a kid. I don't know why I did. I just did. I also had told myself stories that would hold me back instead of stories that would propel me forward. And beliefs aren't necessarily truth. Most of the time, there is no truth to the beliefs that you hold but it's up to you to challenge the beliefs. I get into this a lot in my book, Overcome Your Villains. I have a whole section on the book on beliefs. You need to challenge the belief to find out what is true. And the majority of the time you're gonna find there's no truth to it. Why not instead employ a belief that can empower you, that can advance you, that can make you more confident? Why not empower you to have a story that builds you up instead of tears you down? So today I'm asking you, whatever belief it is that you're holding, identify if it's empowering you, limiting you, holding you back, or advancing you forward. And if it's not advancing you forward, fire it and implement a new story today, a new belief today, because you have that power and it will directly impact your confidence. Okay, number six, an intention for the day. I love this one. And my friend John Gordon did a video on this on Instagram. I think I shared it with you guys last week. Set the intention for the day. You know, whatever that is for you, today is going to be an amazing day. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for removing the obstacles from my way, opening the doors that are meant for me, closing the doors that are no longer meant for me. Thank you for this 11th hour miracle. I receive it with so much gratitude. I'm so grateful and thankful for all that I have. Right, go through this moment of really getting clarity and intention around how you want things to be and welcome it into your life and receive it in your life and be grateful for all that you have. And as we make these intentions and routines part of our daily, who we are and how we show up, you will see, you will feel differently. You will show up differently for other people. And I do these things now with my son too, because I want him to have intentions every day. I want him to ask God, the universe and his higher self, for all that he's going for and to remove the obstacles and to close the doors that are no longer meant for him. I didn't know to speak these things into existence when I was younger. I can promise you I am teaching him today how to speak it into his existence now because it's showing up in an incredible way for me. So start with your intentions each morning. I have it written down. I believe writing things down makes it 90% more likely that you're going to remember it to do it. So write it down, put it somewhere you're going to see it, and make it part of your routine, whatever that routine may be. Okay, number seven. Ooh, this is a big one that is always brought up to me at speaking engagements. Stop apologizing. This is such a big one. You know, for years, I went to Barry's boot camp, and when I was running on the treadmill, I felt super empowered and confident. The minute I would get on the floor to grab the weights to do the weightlifting portion of the class, people would bump into me and I'd apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blaming myself for everything, which made no sense. And suddenly I, was, I wasn't I was feeling empowered. 
you know, I was feeling not so great about myself. And that experience taught me that I'm not going to apologize anymore. Instead, I'm going to say, excuse me. Or if I'm late for a meeting, thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting for me. Or if I'm leaving an event early and people are mad, thank you for your understanding. I really appreciate it, right? I'm going to stop making it about me and start making it about other people. And that's flipping the script on apologizing and making it about gratitude and about the other person. And it works every time. Okay, number eight. Ooh, this is such a good one. Fire your villains. Okay, one of the biggest things I hear from people is that, well, I don't know that they're a bad person. Okay, that's fine, but they're not your person. If you're in an environment where someone wants you to dim your light, if you're in an environment where you're afraid that if you speak up, there, you know, there's going to be repercussions just for being who you are, you are in the wrong room. You are with the wrong people. Those are your villains. Doesn't mean they're bad for everybody, but they are not your people. I would rather sit alone than sit at a table with people who don't support me, encourage me, and cheer me on. And I want you to implement that same policy for your life. Getting negative people out of your life, even though they might not be overtly negative or mean or nasty, if they're not your people, you need to fire those villains in order to set yourself up to clear the space for positive people to come in, to clear the space for the positive energy to come into your life and push you up to that next level. You've got to fire those villains. You've got to clear that space. So look around your life and figure out who do you not feel great being around? Who does try to hold you back or put you down or not have the nicest things to say or have bad energy? Gosh, there was someone like that in my life for a long time. Didn't mean they're a bad person and they did lots of nice things, but that energy was draining me. And I finally fired that villain last year and my life has been impacted for the better 1,000-fold, and yours will too. So create the boundaries, create the space, get rid of the negativity, and realize it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means they're not your person, which is okay. No apology necessary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, number nine. This is my final one for you today on showing up as your most confident self, your boldest self, your biggest self. And this is a huge one. Step into the fear. Choose to see fear as a green light that means go and go faster. For a long time, I held myself back in a job that I wasn't happy in because I was afraid of what it would look like on the other side. I was afraid of what the unknown would be. Today, I'm showing up taking adventures and stepping into the unknown on the regular. And I'm excited about it. And I'm speaking it into existence. And I'm letting it and allowing for it to unfold in magical ways. And it is. So I get that it's scary. And I get that you might say, yeah, well, you can do it, but I can't. Listen, if I can do it, you can too. Start small, right? Start with baby steps. Step into something small that you're afraid of first. And then write down how it went. You didn't die. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. You know, I kept a journal just to track those wins. Because so often 
We forget about the wins and just focus on the next thing we want that hasn't happened yet or the next big fear or holdback. Focus on those wins. Write those wins down. Write down that I stepped into fear and it worked out okay. I pitched myself for that job and I got it. Right? What are those wins out there? For me, it was I didn't know how we were going to sell the condo and we did. I didn't know where we were moving, but I trusted it would work out and it's worked out incredible. I can't forget about that. I wake up every day and express gratitude to God and the universe for that. I don't want to forget about that because that's going to remind me of what's possible the next time I step into fear. And that's what I want you to think about. Write down these wins that you have, no matter how small, because these wins are going to build you momentum. And that momentum is going to be a catalyst for you to step into the biggest fear that whenever you do that, all the possibility, all that future, all that abundance, all that excitement, all that good, it's waiting for you on the other side. So I hope these nine tips helped you today. I can't wait to hear what you step into when you step into your most confident self. Shoot me a DM. I'd love to hear it. If you like this episode, please share it on social. Tag me. I will always repost. Thank you. Please leave a review. If you like the show, share it with a friend. No one succeeds alone. And that includes your girl. I hope you have an amazing holiday. I hope you show up as your most confident self, not apologizing for who you are and creating your boundaries just like you deserve. Until next week, keep creating your confidence. on this journey with me. Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference, and now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. 
If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.